Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here with week 49 of the Ham Radio Podcast. Week 49 already? Yes, sir. Oh, this is Spazzy W. How's it going, Spazzy? Welcome back. Oh, you know, it's going, it's going. And this is Cody. I run the page Vault Dude on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And so, as you noticed, our other two members are not here. Noah dropped out at the last possible minute. No, wait, wait, wait. Noah dropped out? That's that's not possible. That's never happened before. See, I was going to harp on Noah for always leaving early, but now I can't because he's not even here. Yeah, uh, uh, that's crazy. He's literally like waiting on Skype for me, and he's like, oh, I just got called in the works. I was like, okay, I'll try <laughs> to find a fourth. As you can tell, I failed. And then uh, oh, yeah. Lone's dealing with a family issue right now. Some of you guys may know who tuned in his stream that something's going on with him. So, yeah, he will not be joining us this week, which is perfectly fine. But uh, don't don't worry. We can give Noah shit, though. That You know, we're unfair. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We- Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> As always, the yeah. links to Sugar Bomb are down below. And also, you can listen to us on the go on iTunes. So be sure to check us out there. Leave your reviews. Rate us and all that stuff. We sometimes read reviews on the podcast. I would do that. But that's what Noah's here for. Because I forget those type of things. Because I set up the, the <laughs> things that we talk about for like two hours long. Uh, but anyway, we'd like to get other guests on this podcast, and we want one of you guys to be that guest. So tweet at us with any of the handles on screen using the hashtag HammerRadioTime with your answer to the following question. Will Fallout 4's new survival mode bring you in for a brand new playthrough? And we have a great roundup of Bethesda news this week, I think. This is a very sexy list. Yeah. I like what I see here. Quite the quite the week for Bethesda. They actually started talking again. They're they're alive. Yeah, it's right. You know, I, I was talking to Spazzy beforehand, and he's like, "So what are we?" In, I think when did I invite you on? Like Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, it was like Monday or Tuesday, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, we were just like, what are we gonna talk about?" <laughs> I was and, like, uh, I, I literally said word for word. Hopefully, they do something. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, hopefully they drop something tasty on our plate, and like literally within ten or twelve hours, they uh they started right. tweeting. Drop and my, my Twitter, place. yeah, 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 uh, fucking medium rare. Uh, but my Twitter feed blew up, my Instagram feed blew up. Everybody's tagging me and all this great news. Yeah, and I was just like, all right. I, I just messaged Spazzy after that. I was like, we have stuff to talk about now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's let's start with some of the older news before we dive into what a lot of people want to talk about, which is uh, you know this, this there was a brand new Fallout Four patch that dropped Fallout Four patch one point three, I believe it was called. And basically, yep, yep, it improved yep. uh, some of the object fading for consoles and amongst other improvements that seem to, based off when I played on PC to get some gameplay for video, I noticed things just overall were a lot smoother. I couldn't really put my finger on exactly what it was. But uh, speaking of PC, those users, actually, if you have an NVIDIA graphics card, can now see weapon debris effects, which is kind of a weird random update. It's such a yeah, random thing. It's almost like they weird. had it. Like they had the technology there, they just ran out of time or something, and they uh, waited for another update to do it because that that's really random to just kind of throw in there. Here you go. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Borderlands. I remember they did like an Nvidia showcase. This like I forgot what exactly it was. I think it was a similar thing, like weapon debris effects and uh, 
what they did in both videos where like shoot the ground a lot blow up that ground watch all like the pebbles fly everywhere and how like the game somehow can handle that it's insane yeah more fire yeah it's kind of weird it's only on nvidia graphics cards for pc i wonder if that'll ever be available to amd everyone else yeah (laughs) is that actually exclusive i thought it was like i don't know i thought it was like a promo thing well I don't know. That's what I. That's what I read on their thing. I, it works on mine because I have a 980 Ti, but I, I never. All you never, PC gamers, I'm, I'm still a console <laughs> peasant. I'm, I'm, enjoy, <laughs> I'm enjoying the update on my consoles. I definitely. Well, they just, they did do uh, updates to consoles too. It's, it runs better and stuff on on console. Well, I was uh, my last save was in the dugout, and then I loaded it up, and you could already see. Uh, the lighting looked better to me. Uh, everything just kind of looked toned up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was a definitely noteworthy improvement on the game. You know, a lot of the the last two patches I think they've done, or was it one patch? I don't know. Uh, just have been they seem to be like fine tuning like bugs and stuff, but this seemed to be an actual like game improvement patch that yeah pushed the game forward a little definitely. bit. Um, Did you read the list had, of a of, stuff, of a mission? Patches? Yeah, that's. I was gonna like add that in onto my script, and I was like, "That is so much that no one cares about." But like, <laughs> bugs sounded funny. The mission patches, like, uh, for some mission, some missions would just like go nowhere, and then like, um, I, I actually experienced one where I could not get the dance mission to start. I could not get Palin Dance to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like after I'd clear out the um, Cambridge, uh, he'd just be like, "Okay, thanks." <laughs> And then, like, literally, that was it. Yeah, one glitch I encountered was, uh, oh, my God, I forgot what town it was called. It, it Covenant, that's what it was. And when yeah. you go to Covenant, you're supposed to, like, go across into the sewers at some point and, like, find out what's going on with this place and, like, you know, join them or something like that. But when I showed up to them, they were like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And, like, they knew me already. I'm like, uh, how's it going? And I, I didn't realize at this point that there was a quest tied to this area. So I'm, like, walking around, and they're, like, greeting me like they know me. And I'm thinking, like, this is a part of the game. Like, they're just fucking with me or something. Only to to open my strategy guide and find out, like, this is what happens after the quest ends. But, like, it was missing things. Like, I wanted to get the XP. I think there there was some other things. Like, I had access to the settlement and the people in it, but I couldn't build inside Covenant. Really? so weird. It's weird. So that you, is weird. You, did, you didn't have to do the goat to enter either, then. No, yeah, that's that's exactly what I missed too. I didn't get to do the goat yet in Fallout Four. Yeah. Oh man, that's pretty that's, cool. That's so cool. But um, I did the goat on a stream one time. I was actually just walking around Lexington, and somebody was like, "Go over here and talk to this guy," and it started doing the goat. I was like, "Oh, that is the tightest shit." <laughs> and then whenever you go to um. Whenever you go into the sewer, like Maddie was saying, like the Fallout Three posters are all over the place, yeah. like for for the goat. Um, that's really cool. Like, I wonder if I want. I'd like to see the lore behind that. Like, if somebody from like Vault One Hundred One, like, <laughs> imagine. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I yeah yes. that, you know, like did someone from Vault One Hundred One live and escape and 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 bring the goat to another place in the Commonwealth? Yeah, it's it's Butch. It's Butch. It's possible. I'd blame he Butch. Did. He did. Blue. Oh, dude, I'm just connecting the dots now. I can feel it. Like, you know. Oh, man. Butch, oh, Butch DLC confirmed. Butch comes in brand new DLC, <laughs> and it just opens this whole new realm of how the goat made its way to the Commonwealth. There we I go. I love it. 
Yeah, we know Lee. Now we're going to be corrected in the comments. Yes, by yes, the Lord yes. Freaks Someone about how, uh... how there is a book lying about in some unmarked yeah. location. Oh man, <laughs> I forgot we're on the internet. We're about to get wrecked. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, so let's talk about the big stuff this week. Let's talk about uh, the, the survival mode. There's a brand new overall coming in. If you've lived under a rock in the Fallout community and you somehow did not know. Bethesda announced that they are completely overhauling the survival mode and you're going to need to, you know, eat, sleep, protect yourself from diseases and other dangers and more. Basically hardcore mode with with just more stuff. Yeah, exactly that. So it'd be nice if we got like some survival mode, I mean some survival elements like put into survival mode, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. You know, like the the food and sleep and diseases and stuff. Um the diseases, I was like, diseases. Yeah, I, I had. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't know how that's gonna work. That's that's yeah, kind of random. Like, See, I was, I was like, can... I was reading some comments and I, I made a discussion video for this. Uh, I think that it's going to be stuff like you know how like the the blood bug like gets a hold of you and like puts a stinger inside you. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like yeah, something that, that can be... give you a disease or like if a that should give if you a like disease. a mole rat bites you, like you get some type of infection. Now. That makes yeah. a lot of sense, the yeah. important aspect I'm thinking of, though, is will these diseases um, have some other effect other than you lost two endurance? You know, like will it actually yeah, yeah. be something worthwhile? Like, it, like actually, like eat away at your um, kind of like radiation. Yeah, like so it'll they, eat like, away yeah, through I think, damage. Yeah, I think they get a, did a good job making radiation an actual threat in Fallout Four. So I'm hoping that these like diseases are something that like you actually have to uh, go to a doctor, for example, because I yeah, realized yeah. in Fallout 3, you know, I'd always go to the doctors, buy, like, medical supplies, but in Fallout 4, you find, like, a stim pack on almost everybody, where, like, I, oh, I've yeah, only gone yeah, to a doctor yeah. once, and it was for, like, that side quest in Diamond City, where, like, the guy is, like, face-swapping people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like you said, you find, like, you find uh, stim packs on almost everybody you kill. Um, by the end of the game, I had, like, 90... Mm. By the time I was at the Institute, I had, like, 90, and it was ridiculous. I could just, like, walk out and just mow people down and not even care because I could just stick myself immediately. Yeah, yeah and, like, with, I have like, plenty. how good power armor is, too. Just, yeah, with power armor, you didn't have to stick yourself. Your armor, your, your health is flew. Yeah, it just kind of went up with, with no problem. So, my question, though, is for this survival mode, do you think that they're going to... Since they're making more realistic aspects to the survival mode, do you think they're going to, like, tone down the whole damage thing? I don't know if you guys have ever tried survival mode in Fallout 4, but it's, like, an absurd amount of health that they have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, like, you have to get... you Like, if you build up your VATs really good, and you have, like, a lot of uh, um, action points, and you can use VATs a lot, like, it's a lot easier. Because, like, just trying to aim and shoot or melee, or whatever you're doing, it takes a lot. Like, Destiny a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, you're playing... That's a really good comparison. Like the boss is on Destiny. Yeah, that's actually a really good comparison, a, bo- a boss in Destiny. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. And then, like, if they if they get one good shot on you, you're, like, debilitated. Like I feel like gotta... early on it was probably more difficult, but once you got later in the game, no matter what difficulty you played on, the game wasn't very hard. Oh no 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 no! Like once you, once you get like a good, uh, sorry, <laughs> once you get a good whip, like if you get like a good sniper, a good melee, a good handheld, a good machine gun, a good shotgun, like if you have like one of each, like you can just like walk through any settlement and wreck them. 
Yeah, it's that, but it's that healing thing that they do, where like when you put in a stim pack, like it takes a while to heal. So I'm imagining that yeah, that'll yeah. definitely carry over. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that, that's oh, definitely. That's staying. just how um, um just how Nuka Cola was in New Vegas. Mm-hmm. It was like whenever you drink a Nuka Cola, it took like forever for it to actually hit your um, health. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the same way with stim packs. They don't mention for... anything about drinking water. I noticed in the tweet, they're like, food, sleep, disease is danger, and more. And I'm like, what about water? <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping water just kind of fell under food for them yeah. when they said that. I mean, let's talk about the and more aspect. Like, what else could they add to the survival mode to... Ah, and more. Jeez. And more. Well, um... No one no one saw diseases coming, so I'm sure they have some surprises mm-hmm. up their sleeve. Do you think weapon degradation and armor degradation are coming back? That'd be cool. Maybe. That'd be... I um, I like enjoyed that. So did I. Yeah. I. I like I like fixing my weapons and stuff because like, you know, if you pick well, it gave up, you, it gave you a reason to pick them up off the ground too. That's what I was saying. exactly. You like, know, I was saying that you like always have the same weapons to fall for. Not really a bad thing because you become attached to those weapons. You you spend so much time building, but I think for a hardcore mode kind of like this it would be cool to have that risk of them breaking and like maybe you'd have to go back to the the weapon crafting bench and repair them because there there isn't yeah. a repair skill so we can't just repair them on the fly i think it'd be cool if they tied that into the settlement mode and and, and made that more useful yeah yeah see that would have you coming back to your settlement like after every single mission instead of you just like getting all these missions together and going down them all out it have you having to come back every time mm-hmm. because you got to repair stuff you got to eat you should definitely have to repair stuff, I feel. That's like. what I was Those... thinking, you know, that that makes sense to me that, you know, you should have to fix your stuff, you know, especially if Maybe you're micromanaging like, things like this, like your food, your sleep, your, you know, making sure you're not sick or anything. Like, yeah. it'd be cool if they really tied it down and were like, if you don't sleep enough, you get, like, a type of, like, I don't know, sleep deprivation and, like, you know, it, it, like, it, like, ties into some type of disease down the line or something. Like, they really go deep with it. Yeah, maybe maybe instead of repairing, you have to go back to your workbench to clean your gun or something because That'd be cool. in in real life, guns don't just break because you shoot fifty bullets out of them. That's so. true. But you do have to clean them after a while. So, what other dangers could be right. in the wasteland that would make this survival mode? Yeah, right. I mean, we were actually, you know what, we were talking about settlement a little bit. You know, you think of it this way: they have like a water purifier, and you know that that would yeah. become more useful instead of just a cap generator. But I wonder if they're going to nerf that in some way because, you know, people are, like, spamming out, like, 50 purified waters at a time and then just coming back to their settlement and drinking it. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's like, I wonder if they're really going to, like... There over... is definitely balancing yeah. issues. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I remember whenever they um, they patched the uh, cap glitch. Did, you, did y'all ever see oh, that? Oh, yeah, for Fallout only... 4. Like, people were like, Maddie, you got to cover this. I'm like, I'm not helping spread exactly. something stupid. Dude, I was, I was told that you had to talk about this so much. And, like, why would you ever want to do that? <laughs> what, is, uh, what is the point in doing all that stuff? I don't I agree. I, co- I covered it, but I don't <laughs> encourage it. I, I covered it, but I don't encourage it because it will destroy your experience. Like, There's it'll, just no point. It'll just make it horrible. Yeah, it, it was such a weird glitch, though, because, like, what did you have to do? You had to go to, like, a trader, like, give them stuff and then take it back, and, like, all of a sudden you could just keep racking up caps by, like, infinitely, like, pushing the right. You sold, sold your ammo, sold your ammo, uh, bought it back, then sold them one unit, 
and then like you could just sell that one unit over and over again. So if it was worth like twenty one caps, you could just like spam twenty one caps just over and over and over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah, that that just bothers me that someone actually found that because someone had to have tried selling all their ammo as like a gag. Yeah, and yeah. found that. And I'm like, how do you do that? That's so lucky, dude. It was like within a day. Yeah. Like liter- literally, it was like as soon as the the people just try to break their games and make them look like assholes. No one tries it with yep. The Witcher. No, just uh, let's try to break Fallout. Let's try to you know. I'll admit. How dare you talk about games here like <laughs> no, that? I'm just kidding. But... And, no, and nobody even thought that they were going to patch it too for some reason. They were like, "Nah, they won't patch that. They don't care." And it's like well, it's a it. Why it completely they breaks the economy? It? Like why would they fix this? <laughs> Alright, so this survival mode, is this going to justify a playthrough for you guys, is what I want to know. Uh, yeah, uh, probably, actually. I think I, I, think I would definitely... Will... Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably do it again. Yeah, see, I'm, like, stuck I... in, like, the we'll see kind of thing, because I, I, might I don't wait know what until... games are going to be out by the time this new mode drops, where, um, I'm definitely not just going to play it, make coverage on it and stuff, but, like... I, I don't know if it's going to hook me in for a whole full playthrough, right? You know, because... I might wait till a DLC comes out of the first DLC and then just do a new playthrough for the DLC. That's what some people are saying, I've noticed. I, I mean, I... Oh, that's what... What were we saying? Uh, Lone started a new game the other night uh, on, a, on a stream. He said it's... He was like, screw it, it's time to start a new game and get ready for the DLC. So, he started a new game already. I, yeah. I don't know if it was in survival mode or See, not. Am I the only one who makes like a DLC character? Like you know, I, I like it's my first character that I always make. I make him like the best possible character, all the skills I can give him. Like he's the most well-rounded character. Oh yeah, oh. I have that right now. Yeah, same. But and people are like, let's get ready for the DLC, and they build like a whole new character. I'm like, did you just like waste <laughs> all that time just to like? I feel like I feel like I would want to make a new one just because of the the uh, new survival mm-hmm. mode. Because playing it from, I already have everything. I, I already have some, all this stuff. I'm already so overpowered. If I try playing survival mode on my character that's already got everything, it's not going to give you the same experience as starting from the beginning with all right. those the new difficulties yeah. added. Well, I play on Xbox and PlayStation, mm-hmm. but my Xbox um, profile, he's like, I guess level 75 or something like that. And he's just kind of sitting there, and I haven't played that profile in a long time. I'm saving him for DLC. Okay. Yeah, and I'm a and I, I like whenever I upload to YouTube, I've been using my PlayStation account. Hmm. Interesting to just mess around with. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'll probably dive back in for a little bit. I'm just wondering if it's actually going to hold me the entire way through. Yeah. One thing that we, we were talking about New Vegas a lot. What about like ammo weight? I just thought about that. Oh yeah, you think? Uh, yeah, like uh, carrying all these rockets and. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the thing because when you, you think know, about it, though, if they tie in the settlement mode, it'd actually probably be a good addition because you have all this ammo, weight, all the miscellaneous items that you want to bring for crafting stuff. Then obviously your gear. You, yeah, like I, I want ammo weight, but at the same time, as I'm playing, I'm gonna hate it so much. I kind of like managing it. Yeah. Like, New Vegas, I think, has the perfect ammo weight. Where like over time, it actually made a difference. But like, if you were like, yeah. good with managing your stuff, like it was just the right amount. Yeah, man, I I always build a character for weight first. Mm-hmm. Like I I start I start building up my uh, weight that I can carry, and like whenever I figured out the whole little. And Fallout Four, figuring out the whole little making pocketed like garments yeah. and stuff, Same. dude. Yep. I 
Dude, I, I can carry like 500 pounds worth of stuff, and I just love it. But um, yeah, and you can make your power armor better too for carrying stuff. Yeah, but painting and, it but, a certain painting it a certain color gives it more strength. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. In, in <laughs> Vegas, um, ammo weight killed me. So I wonder then. Speaking of power armor, I didn't even think about this. What about the power armor in, in Fallout Four? Because that kind of makes you inherently like stronger you take more damage god makes you god. yeah do you think they're gonna like <laughs> find a way to nerf this in the survival mode i wonder what they're gonna do with that you know will fusion Maybe, cores uh, run out quicker that's what i was thinking uh there could oh, be other no. things too <laughs> that they could make it that that would be a good See, thing I'm though, excited, i feel like because once i got power armor and once i had like 10 fusion cores I'm, you can you find enough fusion cores or you could just buy them which is what i did uh, like to sustain using power armor all the time. Yeah. So, like, I think my character has 156 because I just kept buying them every time. Woo! See, I'm excited, though, because one thing that I, I did a lot in the beginning of Fallout 4 was I did cook a lot because originally it was hard for me to find stim packs, uh, and, and I used them up really fast because when I leveled up, you know, I didn't have my, my medic perk upgraded a lot, so they didn't do as much, so I'd have to use, like, three or four at a time. Uh, so yeah. I'm excited kind of to start using food again because that was something that I, I used quite a bit in the beginning of Fallout 4 and I thought made it more of a survival experience. So I'm I'm really happy that they, they're going to like focus Unfortunately, on it. I didn't I didn't get to use food until I was just kind of messing with the game later on and I found out that you could make food. I didn't even know well, you yeah, could do see, it I was, later I was on. I was going for 100% <laughs> achievements. I was going for it. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. you know, of course, when I switched from my... I, I don't get what they did, but, like, they gave me a press copy before the game came out and I was happy with that. Don't right. get me wrong. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful here. Right. But then they give me another copy and I'm like, okay. And they're like, this is the actual game. You're going to want to download this and switch over to that. And I'm like, will I lose my profile? They're like, no, you won't. And I'm like, okay. So I switch over. I've lost all my achievements. <laughs> oh, all no. I, oh, oh, my and God. And these are, like, achievements, like, crafting, like, all the items and stuff. Like, achieve, like progressional achievements. So, like, like 70 hours worth of my time or whatever. I think it was, like, 50 at the time, actually. I apologize. Uh, was just all, all for naught. I lost all my achievements. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it, anno- it, like, it just got under my skin because, like, I'm playing on my PC. And, like, I have the story achievements from, like, Reun- or like I, I don't even know what it is. I think it's like reunions and onward. Like I have achievements for. Oh jeez, that's right. hard too. Yeah, so- dude, wrecked. Yeah, wrecked. Dude, I I would not know what to do if I lost my very first character. I hold on to my first character in like every Bethesda Same. game. I hold on to my first character like I don't know, like it's my child, yeah. and yeah. I would I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, I, I, I had character. the character. So I, I mean, I looked at the class half full. I was like, all right, I got my character. That's I guess really all I need. There's something. Yeah, you know, but I, then <laughs> right, I was like, oh, right. I, I'll be fine. I'll do a second playthrough on PS4 and go for all the trophies. And then I see like everyone struggling to get the Nebulent Leader, like that one where you have to like get a hundred happiness in your settlement. I see like everyone just crying about it. I'm like, fuck this, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I haven't got it yet, but I guess I really haven't tried either. That's the thing. I want to try, but like, I'm curious on how many I have now. Anyways, next. Fallout 4 DLC, they said in a separate tweet while announcing this survival mode, is that the Fallout 4 DLC is, quote, not far off. They're saying uh, they think we're going to be quite excited. And they even, someone tweeted at me right before this podcast when they said we need Fallout 4 DLC information. They said now coming very soon. So, like, I'm, like, when do we think we're getting this information? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, Tuesday. 
Well, last uh, last year, whenever Fallout was announced and they were doing the uh, season pass, they were doing the season pass. I said March. I said I agree. I agree. March. I said something. I, I, there. I was like, they they will make an announcement or even have something almost available around March is what I said. Mm-hmm. I, I so agree. and it. I mean, it looks like we're getting pretty close. I mean, I would love an announcement for that. Um, what was I? What was I going to say? Something ridiculous. <laughs> let's do. Uh, let's do. Um, uh, no, let's not go to the moon. Let's go to Pluto. And <laughs> on Pluto, Pluto is a death claw sanctuary. The whole place. That's, that's the. That's the DLC I'm waiting now, for. Now, what's interesting I, is that there was a, another patch just on PC. Not like an official one point whatever patch, but just like, uh, like a, almost like a hot fix. And someone yeah. was looking at it and tweeted at me, and I, I retweeted it. But there, there's DLC files in there. It's like DLC one, and it's it's like for the languages. So, oh, let's have cool. DLC See, files in there. So it's they're they're ready. They're getting ready to release. It's them. it's so weird that they that they're doing the press conference again at E3, yeah, right? and then everybody was like, oh, they're gonna. Wait till then to do any DLC yeah, things. I'm like, are you but serious? That's so ridiculous. They <laughs> a fucking season pass in September. You think they're gonna make us wait till June to see the first yeah. DLC? Maybe <laughs> DLC two. Not no. Yeah, yeah. So with with that being said, though, we're seeing files appearing in the new update. We're, we're seeing more and more DLC teases upcoming, and we're assuming that I'd say a safe bet is March. So my question then is that is this gonna be DLC like? dragonborn from skyrim i don't know if you guys played that but it's basically it was just it was like a huge area at the time uh open to explore and added a lot of content to the game but it took a while to release or do you think they're going to take more of the fallout 3 route which i think they're going to do yeah which is I like the smaller more concise areas uh you know about like 10 hours it's probably going to take you somewhere else from the map and it's going to yeah. Take your guns away and that kind of stuff oh gosh no don't say that <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it they make you. They make I mean, you the pitch did that. The game. Dead money too. Oh no! <laughs> oh, then, dude, I hate it. It was so weird. Mothership so Zeta much. took your stuff away for all of about 10, 10 seconds, and then they were just like, "Oh, here it is." Yeah. They. they I, oh I yeah, never yeah. Get intimidated a little... when a game takes away my stuff anymore because you, you like you always get it back. Fallout Three, you get trapped in the. You lost all yeah, your yeah. stuff, man, and you're like on the uh, you're in Raven Rock, and then you like the guy leaves, and then hey, right inside that nifty yeah, little yeah. locker is like five thousand <laughs> items of yours. <laughs> like we're taking all your stuff, but it's right here. It's literally an arm's reach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't touch that. <laughs> so Classic. this is a, a viewer question, but we'll get it out of the way now. We'll just do an additional one later, but uh, and it ties into this discussion. But at Frame a second says, pitch a DLC idea that you would like to have happen for Fallout 4. Mm, like a genuine, see. like, you know, this is an area I'd like to see, maybe. You know, and then we can kind of go from there. I was really, really hoping that there would be more stuff tied in with one. Salem. Mm. Which I mentioned last time I was on the podcast. I'd really like more, like, witch stuff. Or some kind of supernatural stuff, because... We didn't get enough of it with the Dunwich building uh, in Fallout 3 or with the um, Salem Witch Museum in Fallout okay. 4. Yeah. I would like more spooky stuff. More spook. More spook. Yeah. More spook. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that some people were like Dunwich Borders was pretty underwhelming. I thought it was good, though. 
I liked it. I liked the ending, except for when I jumped down inside. I jumped down with my power armor, and and I was like, well, "What? Do, what is the point of this?" And I didn't realize <laughs> it was all water. And I was you once if you jump down there in the hole in power armor, you can't move. It, it's just that because you oh. can't go in that hole. You can't swim or anything. Oh, wrecked. Yeah, that sucks. Then you got to leave your power armor down there. Yeah, but I saved before I jumped in there. I gotta jump in a hole with. <laughs> without saving. Oh, what a what a smart guy! What a smart guy! <laughs> so, for me, if I had to pick an area, I mean, like, I'd say it'd be in like the tri-state area, kind of like that's my guess. Like, a, you know, like a New York almost. People are always like, yeah. "Oh, they do a full game in New York," but like, I just don't see that working. Like, I think the division's like a good example of like how you have to be like really authentic to recreate New York, and like it kind of works for the game. But like, you also when you're sprinting around in the division, like it. Some of the streets are so empty and barren, like it would be in a post-apocalyptic New York. I know that works right. towards Fallout, but also it kind of worked against it because all the streets in New York are like visually the same. It's a giant, yeah, well, it's a giant grid. Everybody does New York. Movies do New York, do do New York all the time. Games do New York all the time. So why every every superhero game, literally every superhero game ever created, was New York. Yeah, so why, why, why go with that? Games, man. So good. <laughs> oh, I love Spider-Man 1, the first one. Yeah, for PS2. Oh, and so good. Or, or are you talking about the one that was on N- Nintendo 64? Uh, no, I was talking about the PS2 okay, one. Yeah, that... I'm not that old, man. No, I know. I'm just saying, though. I, I played the the one on the N64. That was, that was one of the first games I played. She was so good. <laughs> oh, dude. You, uh, uh, this is off topic. I played <laughs> Mario 64. Did you ever get the... Uh, the South Park game for Nintendo 64? No. It was so weird. Turkeys took over South Park, and you had to run around South Park, like, throwing snowballs at turkeys. I played that on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah man, it, it was really weird. But, uh, yeah. but, but anyways. This is why I don't like South Park, because it's, like, there's, like, weird, and there's, like, batshit weird. And I, I like to speak <laughs> the truth a lot, but, like, there are sometimes I'm just, like, Kind of like rubbing my eyes, like what is this? You know. Yeah, they like to do that. What even South Park? What I even? Doing a good job, then. I just that might be the new. That might be the next DLC they're doing. Uh, it's a uh, Fallout. Fallout South Park. So what? The uh, any, the Death Claw. You guys have any bold predictions? If they're already putting files in, though, I wonder if it's gonna have to just deal with the base game. My bold prediction is. By my birthday, which is March 23rd, we're going to have at least a little bitty slate of DLC on our plate Okay. by my birthday. Do you think we're going to space? Everyone wants us to talk about this. Do you think we're going to space? That's, that's a huge theory. It's going to happen. That's a huge, huge theory. It's going to happen. Okay. It's, it's in, like it's, the they're trying to nail it into the lore. Like, that's what I was thinking. They're, I mean, they're putting it on... They're putting uh, murals in the fucking museum, and uh, they even. What was that one place I mean, that that it's when it's like your first mission with dance? Uh, he he like all the computers there were about like traveling to space. Oh yeah 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 I know you're talking. I know oh, what's that place called? Uh, sp- uh, shit, I don't know. I know I know exactly what you're we're talking so, about. We're so bad. It's so also bad. Uh, the first place in the the first where you where you meet Preston Garvey that building. Uh, yeah, all yeah. over the walls and yeah, stuff. That's there's the mirror stuff that, that's about as he was talking yeah. about. The, oh my god, it starts with like an arc jet, arc jet systems. Arc jet, yeah. There yeah. we go. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, of, all of the terminals. Yeah, like I remember that. That was, I think, one of the best areas in the game when I was going through those terminals. I was like, damn, this is fucking interesting, man. Yeah. So it would have to be like, it would have to be like a flashback or something, because you know, there you're not gonna like get a rocket ship and no, go I mean, to. It's Fallout, you know. It's that. I don't know. I don't know if you played the the. The one uh, quest with the the robots on this on the the ship. Yes. Yeah. They they blast it off. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. Because I mean, I would in New Vegas. I would think they would make it more. Did they successfully launch into space though? True. True. I don't know if they successfully went into space, but they certainly had rocket ships. Oh, you never. You never really see if they actually go to space because you're like, you're just kind of looking right out that window. I mean, they kind of go in the upward position. I know, you know one crashes, but well, yeah, yeah, that one crashes. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was thinking of then. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Well, uh, might meet him up there. Uh, oh my gosh! Imagine. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! You just blew up the internet, dude. A bunch of, a bunch so of ghouls is so we get. Up there. Yeah, we get to meet the uh, the scribes up there hanging out with their flock. Oh man, that'd be that awesome. That'd be kind of interesting though, because it'd be like a clean start for civilization if they could like rebuild up on the moon because there's there's no radiation or raiders or anything. Yeah. Oh, geez. I just hope they do they they do better and make it look better than Mother. See, Shibata. I think a cool That's... example of a moon done right in space. Have you guys ever played Wolfenstein: The New Order? I've yeah. watched it. I've watched it. Before. Okay, well, do you, do you know the part where they're on the moon? In that yeah. moon base? That is the moon in a video game done right. That was that was yeah, a right. fucking awesome-ass level. When you travel outside and, like, you're fighting space Nazis and stuff. Like, it was just the right amount of crazy, but it was still, like, authentic. Like, this is awesome, and yeah, I can yeah. totally imagine it being like this. That game was so fucking good, man. Yeah. It's, it's a good game. Bethesda's been, uh, he's, they've been knocking them out for a little mm-hmm. while. Speaking of them knocking it out, this is a good transition to our final Bethesda news bit. According to a tweet on the Doom Twitter account, members of the id Tech office are averaging about 13 hours or so to complete Doom's single-player campaign. Too long? Too short? I think that's just right. No, no, that that's definitely good. Yeah, that's a good meaty campaign, as they would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's real good. Uh, earlier, we were talking about uh, Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember how long it I was, but I remember it was. I want to say like fifteen hours. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that. Like, how long it takes? I was gonna say I was gonna say ten, but it might be fifteen. I just remember loving it and having a lot of fun. And like when it was over, I didn't. F- I mean, I was sad that it was over, but I I didn't feel like I got cheated at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but they made the last battle pretty epic. But I like a good. 10, 15 hour game. Yeah, the people are um, saying like 10 to 15 hours were infinite. Yeah. People, around 15. people harp, people harp on Call of Duty, but Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3, the campaigns for those were really good. Mm-hmm. They were only like 6 or 7 hours each, but like if you play them all together, like if you just sit and play all through all the campaigns, like it's a good campaign. And yeah, Call of like, Duty. All yeah. three of those games. I don't like the Modern Warfare campaigns. Ghosts can uh, eat a dick. So can Advanced Warfare. Well, don't but, don't don't bring ghosts up. That's not but, fair. Whoa, whoa. I will say <laughs> Black Ops did it right. That that was some mind bending shit. I I haven't played Black Ops had a had a crazy like 
story Black behind Ops it. 1? Black Ops 1 yeah. was really cool. Black Ops 2 was like, it was awesome because there was like, quote, choices. I mean, there were kind of choices, but not also not really. It wasn't like an illusion of choice, though, because there were times where you can make decisions, but just the ending ended up being the same. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, Black Ops 1 is actually my favorite Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. And I was playing that at the same time I was playing Homefront, the original Homefront. And I like both of their stories, like, really good, yeah. which... I've heard good things about Homefront. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Homefront, yeah. the Revolution. Yeah, we'll tell, yeah, that's... What is it called? The Homefront, the Revolution, right? Revolution, okay, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit, because Spazzy got some hands-on with the beta this weekend. So a, um, so a 13 hour campaign for Doom, I think that's actually surprisingly longer. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that with Doom, you know, it's not about crafting characters and and story arcs and yeah, stuff. It's about killing. Yeah, it's literally about <laughs> brutal, <laughs> bloody fucking murder. Yeah, you walk this way and shoot this in the face repeatedly. Yeah, that's, that's all. And then, that's all and then if that about. doesn't work, then you stomp on it. <laughs> you There's nothing left. It. So I, I wonder if right. they're gonna like put in this intriguing mystery kind of like lying about in this like station you're in and stuff because that i mean that could work to kind of like tug you along there's got to be something yeah, there yeah. for 13 hours it's not just gameplay 13 hours is pretty big you know because you, you but, yeah there's, you can get away with yeah. just gameplay on like seven or eight hours but 13 hours and they said that's not on like the hardest difficulty they said that's on like a normal difficulty by the way people so this is like a, a standard playthrough this isn't like you know oh they're just grinding it out on the hardest difficulty that's... Oh, I, I guess I'm going to have to play on hard first, then. How long have they been making this game? Oh, it's been a while. I think since, like, 2010, like, but they were developing it before that, and then, like, they scrapped, so they they've scrapped had, they've the had whole time. project and then remade it. Yeah. When did they give access to the Doom beta? It was, like, forever ago. Mm, it was when, yeah, it was when Wolfenstein came out, actually. They, they, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Doom beta code and, or closed alpha or something like that. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm in. And then like, I signed up for it and I'm, I always like in the back of my mind was like, where is this doom? And then all of a sudden, it just randomly <laughs> like three years later, no, not, not three years, but seriously, like it, it's been a long time to hold on to a beta. Yeah. But, uh, just like, uh, that Duke, Duke Nukem, they gave away the beta for that, yeah. or they gave access to the beta for that, like, seven years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Or not seven years ago, but, like, seven years ago, like, before the game came out. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. That's crazy. I mean, I, that, I think it's interesting, though, that, I said this, I said this last week, that, uh, that it's actually quite interesting that Bethesda's gonna be releasing Doom before their E3 conference, as if, like, they don't want it to, like get you know oversaturated in a sense where you're like okay i've seen this before yeah yeah right right like what else can they show without it just being like yeah i mean they here's the they kind of showed it all when you think about it. they showed the snap map multiplayer and the story so it's like they've showed the full what the full package is going to be as far as we well, know yeah true. let's see if, at a at e3 last year the the whole the whole doom uh part of the showcase mm-hmm. Like they sh- they literally showed like a thirteen minute like gameplay like from like the whole first mission, um, and I thought that was a lot to show at a at a E three for the game not even coming out until almost a year later. That's true. I, I mean, I I thought that was like one of the best surprises of Bethesda's conference that year because like we all knew that no matter what Fallout four kind of like 
I want to say wouldn't disappoint, but like we saw the trailers and and stuff. Like we yeah, knew yeah. we liked what we saw at the time, or like it was going to be hard for that to disappoint. But that was the main exciting thing. But like in terms of surprises, like Doom was like, holy shit, this looks awesome. And I've not even been like a huge Doom fan. Like I play, like I have the the old school Doom. Yes, that's what I have. And uh, I did not play Doom three at mm-hmm. all because. It just did not look great to me. Like Dude, I guess I should play it. We are on the it, same so. wavelength right now with like everything. <laughs> I mean, like, I, like I'm just saying, yep, to everything. Like I played the original Doom. That's the only one I enjoyed and played obsessively. Three sucked balls. I bought the BFG edition, like thinking, like, oh, I'll get into Doom. Nope. I mean, that was a while ago, but still, like, nope. I was just like, this is not not doing it for me. So I guess that's why they chose to reboot it. Well, I'm doing. I'm playing like bad games on my YouTube, like every now and then. Like I'll just play I one bad that, game, dude. just to, yeah. So maybe I'll bring up, maybe I'll bring up Doom Three and just see how see how that goes. Yeah, see if it's aged well or not. <clears throat> yeah, it reminds me of, like just playing like random bad games and stuff. It means like you're 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 at around like a game store often. It reminds me of, like what my friends and I used to do, passing out a little tip to anyone out there who who you know has to like manage a budget. I know we all like to hate on GameStop, but invest about like get ripped off a little bit here like trade in a couple of games so you have like 80 dollars of trading credit then each week i'm telling you it's (laughs) worth it because when you trade in each time you buy a used game you have a week to play it and as long as you you know play it a decent amount use that like 80 dollars or so pick up a couple of used games play them through mess around with them a little bit then the hook is return them get your 80 dollars back They'll say, would you like anything else? Absolutely. Go pick up more games and just keep cycling yeah. that $80. Ladies and gentlemen. Boom. I, Unlimited rental. I swear. Yeah. I played during my senior year of uh, high school. Instead of being a social bee, I decided to play lots of <laughs> video games. Um, and Actually, no, 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 no. I lied. It was it was junior year. I, I was social during senior year. Junior year, though, because I, I didn't have a license so my, at the time, so my friend would, would drive up with me. And him, my other two friends would go into GameStop and these guys would get so salty with us because it was wasn't against their policy to just return a game we didn't like. That's the thing. Like the obviously yeah, yeah. like it's broken or I didn't like it. And so we were like, oh yeah, we didn't like these games. I could be returning a ten out of ten. I'd be like, I don't like this. And just get get all my <laughs> money back and, and then just just go back to GameStop and just get like eighty dollars worth of games. Like I was beating like two games a week at that point. Ah <sighs> yeah. gosh dude. The, the dude, beauty of all high right, school. Well, you- you heard it here first. Uh, Maddie plays for president. Uh, make renting games great again. Uh, my first step will be bringing back Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo, Blockbuster. Let's get some of them VHS tapes. Oh, do you remember the blue box? Yes. They had like a red box. <laughs> they had like a red box uh, ripoff. It was the blue box. Oh, uh, man. Dude, I remember like whenever I was done with the game, like you'd go back to like Blockbuster and they had this a little like drop-in slot and you slide in. Oh, and, yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> I yeah. got a bunch of trash. I'm talking I about actually trash pre-ordered, uh, games. I pre-ordered uh, New Vegas from Walmart, and it was supposed to be shipped to me on day one, but it wasn't. So I had to go rent New Vegas wow. uh, day one from Blockbuster. <laughs> so, uh, oh, man. Thank God Blockbuster was around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Blockbuster saved wow. the day. That's yeah. great, dude. I haven't rented. I, I Actually, well, they closed down where I where I lived. But like, oh, they're, they're gone, yeah. yeah fuck. Everywhere. The la- pretty sure. Actually, the last game I rented, period, was I rented um, I rented Advanced Warfare from 
from my local comic book store. It's a comic book store. They sell books, games, movies, all kinds of stuff. Anyways, I rented Advanced Warfare from there so I could play, because I was talking so much crap on my Instagram. <laughs> I was like, this game is going to well, be trash. So, you were not wrong. So I was like, <laughs> you were everybody, everybody was like, everybody was like, oh, you don't know, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what? I was like, I made an announcement on my Instagram. I was like, I'm going to go rent it. I was like, I'm going to rent it. I'm going to play it. Then I'm going to talk crap. And boy, you better believe I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like I was like, I'm playing worst, it right now. It's still trash. It's the worst thing ever. Gosh. It was pretty bad, man. Yeah. I mean, I like Troy Baker, but that's 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 it. That's <laughs> that's literally it. So speaking of games we're playing, on to segment three. What we're playing? Our favorite video game news bit. Who would like to go first in this lovely trio? I will, I guess. Uh. I'm playing Black Ops 3 a lot. Still, a lot. Uh, More than I ever really should. I'm a little little surprised because we we, we talked about this like a little bit after Fallout 4. I know. It's it's surprisingly (laughs) better. And then you're like, yeah, I'm still playing Black Ops 3. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I was actually playing Black Ops 3 when you called me. Oh my gosh. uh, I don't know. It's so so much better than, than, uh, first of all, Advanced Warfare was the worst thing to ever happen. So. Like, they really, they got this one right. Mm-hmm. But my favorite gaming news is actually a different shooter. It's, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't even know if it has, oh, it does, okay. Battalion yes. 1944. So, this was a Kickstarter game, or something, that, right. and it, it's past its funding, it got past whatever it go, its goal was, but it's going to be a World War II shooter. Multiplayer, right? For console and PC. Yep. And it looks sick. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I was actually just playing World oh. at War last night, and like I was just thinking, like, man, Battalion's gonna be fun because like World at War is oh like my fun, God. but like it, yeah, yeah, you know, you it, just want something new. So. Yeah, it's so old to the point where you can't really play it much. Mm-hmm. But like, oh my God, this game, I can't. Speak, I can't wait. Speaking of World War Two shooters, uh, is Shell Shock Two in World War Two? Uh, World War Two Vietnam. Uh, I'm not sure. I think. Yeah, it, well, it's yeah, it is kind of Vietnam. That game's trash. Really, I remember <laughs> playing that on my 360. Like, I, I think that was one of the first games I like rented for my 360. That game wasn't. I, it kind of freaked me out because, like, you know, like people were like dying everywhere from like supernatural shit. Yeah, 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 yeah dude, you're like some kind of ghost thing. It's weird. Um, what I'm playing right now is. Firewatch. I'm doing a little playthrough oh of Firewatch because, like, that was that a good. I knew oh the my ga- God, or I've, That's a good. Uh, oh my God, that game is great. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's <laughs> good. I, I knew. Um, no, I haven't beat it yet. I haven't done a playthrough on my channel in like six months. Okay. So I was like, I knew Firewatch was a really short game. So I was like, I'm just going to do a playthrough of that. I'm like two hours in. I think it's and, surprisingly long too. Actually, it's longer than it's, I thought it was going to sure be. About well, that? it's I'm supposed to like five hours. Like, some, yeah, it's but it's twenty dollars. No, no, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's cheap. But some people are like bitching about this game so much. Like, okay, like I'll go to the Steam reviews right now. So I apologize to the yeah. listeners for hearing my my clicking and mouse movement because I had just beat um, XCOM two last night, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get a new game because I I have a six day weekend right now. So like, I'm just trying to like. And I have no homework either, so I'm, like, banging out games and stuff, like, really just trying to play as much as I can. Hell yeah. And and so uh, I, I'm, like, looking at Firewatch, and let me go down to it right now, okay, because I had to sign in as well. 
All right, Firewatch. And it's not by any means... It doesn't look like a bad game. I'm just saying, though, that, like, the reviews, like, people are... Oh, I, I can't wait to hear the reviews. I'm, I'm shocked that people are having that. Because I've, I've, no, I've seen a couple YouTubers play it, and I've had nothing but... They've enjoyed it completely, and just... Like, Nothing but good about like, it. No, okay, like not recommended, not recommended. A great premise, fantastic voice acting, and a beautiful setting sounds like the perfect game, right? Wrong. Firewatch is a single-player first-person mystery, otherwise known as a walking simulator with dialogue. Uh, yeah, that's the point of it. It wasn't supposed to be. It, there wasn't like, supposed to be anything else. It was supposed to be an adventure that you're taking on with these two characters that are really compelling and that you learn to like. And you just kind of... Like, the gameplay itself is is tame, you don't do much, but like listening to these two characters is is like the, the whole point of the so game. First really, first of all, despite me giving this game a no recommendation, is not is by no means a bad game. In fact, it might be one of the best games of its kind. That is to say, essentially a walking simulator with pretty visuals and an interesting plot. One thing that had me hyped for this game was the talent surrounding it. Uh, there were so many times in the game that I had to stop and drink in the view. Uh, well, he's complimenting the game, but he has a no against it. Oh, wait. This game's serious plot was engaged, and I definitely felt the urge to keep going, especially when I wanted to take a break. This is, unfortunately, one of the game's flaws. It's too short. Uh, the entire game is only about three or four hours in length. I finished it in a single sitting. Kind of wish there was a bit more. I'm not saying you add a lot of filler content. Nobody likes that. Okay, so this, this guy's complaints were unjustified. Does this just sound... Yeah, just completely. Sound, it just sounds like he, he beat it, he really liked it, but didn't realize it. Yeah. For what for what the game is supposed to be, it nailed it. Okay. Like it's it's it's, it's a good game. Like, like it it's not trying to be something that's not. It's they should take it's the exactly idea what it is. and what they did and make it make something bigger. But this was it was meant to be small and to the point. Like con okay pros pretty graphics great atmosphere great soundtrack cons three hour story shit ending not a very big map no replay value. <laughs> All right. Then. So, I love the shit ending. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I haven't beat it yet, so I can't say anything. I, I don't the, know the ending the, yet either, but I know writing, the, what I've seen. The writing so. is spectacular. It's the, vo- the voice acting is fucking on point. Yeah. Like I love it. that. That alone is worth. This it. one kind of makes sense. Coming from Telltale Games, the developers should know that for an experience that lasts around two to three hours, you should only charge around five dollars. So this four to five hour game should be around ten dollars, as replay value is kind of low. Unless you were the kind of person who likes to reread the same book or rewatch the same movie over and over. That sounds fair. Really? He's complaining about the, the extra $10? No. I mean, I feel like it's... I don't know. I'm not mad. Like, I'm just saying based off what I've heard, it's like the, the it's like good until the end. And then... I mean, I don't care about length, personally. If the game's good, the game's good, right? You know, that that's yeah, what yeah. I care right, about. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm just saying, I want to hear your, your both of your thoughts overall on this game. It's, well, I'm I'm not mad that I spent twenty dollars on it at all. Yeah, it it looks amazing. Like, it, and it the story alone to me is seriously enough for for what you get. Oh, oh, um, my news bit, my 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 news bit. Uh, my news bit is um, <laughs> so so Kanye West uh developed okay. a video game. Really? Uh, it's called Only One, and it's about getting his mom to heaven. Okay, I'm trying not to laugh because that's so it's sweet of just, Kanye. That is. Um, anyways, he showed a trailer for it at his like latest fashion show at Times Square or some shit. Um, and like it is so vague and like 
meaningless. Like, you have literally no idea what this game is about. I mean, besides him saying that it's like it's it's getting my mom to heaven. Like, you don't know if it's like, <laughs> I like you don't know if it's like a shooter. You don't know if it's gonna be like a Telltale game. You don't know if it's gonna be like an RPG. Like, you have literally no idea. What and, is like, it? Just coming on a PC or what is it? That you, nobody knows. It, it from the trailer. The trailer was just like a cartoon. Like it didn't look like in-game footage or anything, but I guess it's going to be a mobile game cuz uh, I mean like if Kim Kardashian can make a mobile game and literally make millions of dollars off of it, I'm sure I, I'm sure Kanye was like, "Hey girl, I know I can do that too." I just I you know what annoys me though is I saw Kotaku post an article saying Kanye West's video game actually doesn't sound that bad or something like that. It no, it's I I, I saw it on um uh, Inside Gaming from Machinima was talking about it, and like, it's so it doesn't is it, man? Kanye, just stick to your albums, man. Let's just let's just, <laughs> just, just to, don't even just don't even do that either. Just <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Cody let's just hates Kanye. just go somewhere else and be there. Oh just man, room and exist. Just yeah, just go somewhere else and not. I, I don't want you to die. Just don't be here. <laughs> like. <laughs> So, so well, I hey, bet, he's I gonna bet, be our. I bet you thought that like his, his tweet spree when like I think who, who was it who called him out like he just got so pissed. Oh, him and Wiz Khalifa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo- booties, booties, and a uh, finger in the booty ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad when that <laughs> happened. I was like, damn, he just got exposed. <laughs> oh, poor Kim. Well, Maddie, what's your favorite? Uh, what are you, what are you playing right now, man? Uh, this week I have been playing XCOM two. Uh, I just beat it last night. My review's up on my channel. I love this game, man. Like, if I wasn't trying to, like, you know, I'm, I got, like, that thirst to beat a lot of games right now, you know, uh, as I was just saying, like, because, like, I, I said this last week on the podcast, but I noticed when I was playing uh, Fallout 4 for gameplay, I'm like, you know, I haven't beat a game since I beat Fallout 4, and that's been, like, three months. That's kind of bad on my end. You know, I've been trying to play games, but nothing's kind of, like, hooked me. And uh, XCOM 2 was the first one to hook me in. I felt kind of proud of myself to beat this game because, uh, you know, with Enemy Unknown, I, I never beat that game. I just played it a lot. But I never beat the yeah. game. And I, I just like the satisfaction of beating the game. And so I was pretty proud to, to beat XCOM 2, especially because XCOM 2's ending level, oh my gosh. I've heard it's a ridiculously difficult game. Yeah. <laughs> this was like the strongest enemy times three. Oh, geez. Like, three of them on so, map at once, along with, like, 14,000 other enemies. It was yeah. insane. Yeah, I've heard so, ridiculous. So, Maddie, I have never played an XCOM game in my life. That's fine. And I don't know anything about them. So, what can you tell me? Okay. What, what What's this game about? So, I mean, I know it's aliens. Yeah, XCOM uh, is basically based around the fact, or the idea that aliens have invaded Earth... And now people are trying to... In XCOM 2, it's interesting because people are actually accepting the alien rule and living alongside them. And the aliens are, like, using their genes to, like, turn them into more aliens to fight for their army, <laughs> army and stuff. And they don't realize oh, it. cool. So, yeah, XCOM 2's story is actually kind of cool. But uh, for, as for Enemy Unknown, it just kind of starts off as, like, XCOM is the resistance. You know, like, they fight against the aliens to take Earth back. And just XCOM 2 kind of carries that over, I think, 20 years later. And, oh. you know, it, it's, like I said, just about fighting against the aliens. But 
the key is that it's a strategy game, but I hated strategy games until I played XCOM, because what's interesting is that it's permadeath, so if a squad member that you spent so much time leveling up and getting right. kills with and stuff, and he's like your most reliable soldier, if he dies, he's done, you know, unless you reload your game, which I think on Iron Man you can't do. You know, so right. you, you can't reload your game whatsoever. So if someone dies, they're done, which is always making every move. Like, you really think it through. Like, you don't want to fuck this up. You don't want to get anyone killed. But then they add, yeah. like, timers sometimes on the top, like, turn timers because you have to, like, get to a certain objective uh, before it turns off or else, like, the aliens get a buff for, like, a month or something. So it's, like, everything's so fucking anxiety-driven and intense. <laughs> it's like, it made me go crazy. So I was kind of, like, relieved to beat XCOM 2 last night. I don't know if I'm going to hop back into it because it's got great mod support. But, yeah, basically it's just a strategy game. You're fighting against aliens. There's permadeath. Uh, There's a whole, like, micromanaging system behind it where you go on your ship and you build, like, facilities and stuff. Uh, And these facilities can, like, train your soldiers or, you know, provide you with different buffs on the field. You can research different weapon types and uh, upgrade your soldiers' gear. Um, You can research new equipment, new armor, all that stuff, and you're constantly, like, upgrading but this, at the same token, even though you're upgrading, the enemies get stronger too. And soon, like, I'll have a weapon. I'll be like, yeah, I do, like, 10 to 12 damage. No one can stop me. And then you run into an enemy that has, like, 32 health, which is insane. And it's like, okay, well, fuck you, Sectopod, which is, like, these giant robot things. <laughs> like, I literally have not played a strategy game since Halo Wars. So, <laughs> so I might, I don't know, I might look into it because... I really like I did too. I, people people gave it uh, gave it shit, but like I have a special edition Halo Wars steel book, <laughs> like right I, here I right have, now. I have three thousand hours into Halo. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, you don't. Hours. Yeah. yeah, he does. I believe him. Oh man! I have screenshots though. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be hitting you up for one of them screenshots because I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. And that's dude, that's like having a full time job for like two years. Uh, it's. It's that's a lot. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah, like oh. I I really haven't played much strategy games myself. Like I'm trying to think. Like, I played XCOM. I've played Persona, which is arguably a strategy game. Um, I'm looking around my room trying to think of other strategy games I've played. I didn't really like Halo Wars that much. Oh, I played Fire Emblem. Well, I, I I hated it, but once you uh once you get into it, I mean. What you hated it? I hated it Halo Wars. I hated it to begin with. 3,000 hours later. Oh, I love yeah, it. I kind of like this game. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not. Worst, I guess. I've been playing it for two years straight. See, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for right. me to find that game. Like I thought Fallout 4 would be that I, game for me where it's like, oh, so I'm just going to never put this down. Yeah. I literally played Fallout 3 for, like, so long. Like, like stay up late when I was in school, staying up late playing it come home first thing i do load it up and play it like just live there and yeah. like i just got a chair i put a chair in my room and cut a hole in it and put a bucket under it and i just, <laughs> I just sit there and play fallout three for hours no okay i didn't do that but still <laughs> I, I play i played the hell out of that game that was a game that i was like glued to and i really wish i was like that with fallout four mm. but i just wasn't i enjoyed the game but it was not fallout three to me so sad. It's, it's all about that first experience though like uh yeah People that have played Fallout 4 and haven't played Fallout 3, they have that oh, same yeah, yeah. Fallout 4. So what's cool, though, is that you can go yeah, back sure to Fallout all these 3 and, and, and get that same experience as Fallout 4. So if you're like someone who's played Fallout 4 and that's your first Fallout, 
then Fallout 3 actually isn't, like, a bad option. It's a, obviously a much more clunky version, but, like, still, it's, you know, <laughs> not, like, a bad option by any means. Um, I didn't... Is This is going to sound newbie of me, but I I did not know about uh, Oblivion until I, I played uh, Fallout 3. And, like, I played Fallout 3, and I was waiting on New Vegas to come out, and I was, like... And I, like, literally just looked up what else uh, Bethesda has done. And, like, I found Oblivion. And, you know, that game was made uh, three or four. Yeah, yeah. Three or four years before Fallout 3. Anyways, um, so, like, I played the crap out of that game before I got New Vegas. I loved um, Oblivion. That shit was fun. That was, like, my first real foray into, like, a Bethesda game. Uh, a lot of people always think it's Fallout 3, but no, like, I played the fucking life out of Oblivion. Like, you would not, character after character, like, I love Oblivion, dude. And that, it's kind of depressing, though, that I, that Oblivion and Skyrim are the only ones, and Elder Scrolls Online, if you want to count it, but those are the only Elder Scrolls games I, like, sunk a lot of time into. Like, I haven't played Morrowind, really. I haven't played the older Elder Scrolls games, nor do I plan on doing that. Uh yeah, I escaped the beginning part of uh, Oblivion and I never played it again. Really? You didn't like it? Yeah. It's good. I just, it's good, I, man. I just don't like the, uh, like, that era of, of time. So it's hard for me to get into a game like that. I feel you. Well, speaking of time kinda... era, oh man, I can't resist this fucking segue. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> oh, yeah. my favorite news bit Assassin's Creed taking a year off. Officially. Oh, get wrecked! Get wrecked, Ubisoft. Officially, right? <laughs> yeah, I know this has apparently been news for a while, like rumored, but like now it's official right. that they're actually taking a year off, and now they're like you doing other things like mobile games. They have the Assassin's Creed Chronicles. They got the movie at the end of the year, so like Assassin's Creed is like still out and about, but like there's not a main entry this year. Such a shame. Good for them. Take a year off. No, seriously, just like just chill for a little bit, man. I didn't even beat Unity before screenshots of uh, Syndicate started coming out. Yeah, because they, like, the they run the same schedule with Assassin's Creed every year. It's like, okay, we, we released the full game. Months later, DLC talk. A little bit after that, we get the, quote, leak of the next Assassin's Creed oh, game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then DLC drops. Then E3 comes around. New Assassin's Creed gameplay. Oh, it looks awesome. Then you fucking repeat that process when the game comes out. I didn't like Assassin's Creed either. <laughs> I mean, it's not amazing. Like, so many people are like, put Assassin's Creed 2 as like the cornerstone of the franchise. Like, if you make another Assassin's Creed, it has to be like this. But people realize that, like, to make another good Assassin's Creed game, it has to do what AC2 did in the sense of not being like it. Because I think Ubisoft got the wrong message and tried to make Unity so much like 2. And they kind of did a really good job at that because it reminded me so much of two. But yeah, like, yes, yes. They, the reason I thought two was special is because you, me personally, I liked one a lot, and I'm like, wow, this is you know this is really cool. But you know they should do this, this, and that. And it was like anything I thought that they should have done, you know, setting wise, um, gameplay wise, everything was in Assassin's Creed two. And it's like, they need to listen to the fans again. Like, I know that there's rumors that the next one's going to be in Egypt, but, like, for the love of God, just listen to us. Put it in feudal Japan. It will work. With ninjas and, and that shit, like, that would be oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Please, That'd be badass. For the love of God. The way I am with uh, Assassin's Creed is I didn't play... I got Assassin's Creed 1, like, after Revelations was already out. So, like, I played Assassin's Creed, the first one, thought it was fucking trash because, like... 
I like the concept, but like you played the same six missions uh, over and over. Yeah. And Go over here and assassinate that guy. Go here and assassinate Run that guy. Oh, dude, <laughs> whatever. There was like racing missions too, or something like that. Oh, uh, it was horrible, dude. And then I played Assassin's Creed two, and I was hooked. I mean, hooked. Yeah. I was like. I beat it, and then I, I went out, and I got Brotherhood. Well, my wife actually got me the whole Ezio trilogy, like, one at a time. Like, I beat two, and then I, she was like, hey, I'll get you Brotherhood. She got me Brotherhood, then she got me Revelations, and I love the Ezio trilogy. That is my jam. Mm-hmm. And then Assassin's Creed... Cre- uh, bleh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed... Cre- oh, oh, my gosh. Assassin's Creed 3. No, 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 guys, I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Call 911. Call 911. Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3... Brought the whole thing to a grinding halt. I did not like that game at all. And then Black Flag game, was really good. I think Assassin's Creed 3 aged well because, like, the the beginning sucked. But if you, like, picked up the game after the, you know, the story and just did what was in the world of Assassin's Creed 3, which I did, you know, I beat the game. I was like, this sucked. And then one time I just, I didn't have a game to play at all. I didn't have money or anything. I just needed to play a game. And I'm like, okay, let me go through my PS3 downloads. And I had Assassin's Creed 3 still downloaded. And I just went in and just did, like, all the side missions, all the open-world activities. That game is fun at that point, man. That shit was fun. But yeah, so, cut out the main so speaking story. Of, <laughs> speaking of doing that, okay, I did with the Ezio trilogy, I tried to get all the collectibles, beat all the levels, blah, 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 blah. Um, absolutely cannot do that with Black Flag. There is way too much to do. It is... It is just relentless. When it, when you're trying to get all the collectibles and do all the missions, catch all the fish, sink all the boats, it is it is just maniacal how much to do in that yeah, game. It, there's went, just I, so I, much. I went pretty crazy with that game. I was going for like the platinum trophy originally, or like seeing how close I can get for it. Um, and like I got most yeah, of like too. the side activities and stuff like a hundred percent. It was just like like I was going for like what I could do is what rather what I should say. I wasn't going for a platinum trophy, but like because. Some of them are, like, 100% synchronization on all missions. I'm, like, I'm not playing this full story over again and trying to go for, like, right. all the side objectives and stuff. Like, hell no. Fuck that. But there was... It was just... And it was big. It was huge, dude. Yeah. Like, whenever you were... If you didn't have fast traveling yet to a place and you had to sail there... Uh, God, it took forever. No. And then it's like, oh, they why just, don't you put on a sea shanty? I'm like, I don't want to listen to these guys. <laughs> oh, dude, the, the sea shanties was my jam, dude. I'd, I'd pump that stuff. <laughs> I'd download the songs to my iPod, listen to them all the time. Really? No, I would uh, never do that. They were horrible. <laughs> 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 right, oh, man. Anyway, so, um. I will conclude so what we're playing. We got Favorite news bit. What were you saying? We got any fan questions? Yes, sir. Is that, is that what? Yeah, is, we got. Is that our next segment? We got three right now. I got to find that fourth one. Uh, but we'll start off while you guys answer the first question. I'll answer it last. At Dan Dorn Hecker asks, what were your favorite childhood games? So plural. So feel free to answer away with like any games that just evoke that nostalgia. Uh, okay. Resident Evil. Uh, okay. okay. Super Mario 64. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those are the two that I can really think of that from back then. Resident Evil, though, that was, that was scary. I'm the only guy, who, I'm <laughs> the guy who likes Resident Evil 5. Like, it's the only Resident Evil game I enjoyed. Really? I wa- yeah. Wait. Uh... I watched my dad play the original um, Resident Evils and uh, scared the living shit out of me. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't play them, but my dad would sit there and play them. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I had that same sort of thing too. They scared the hell out of me. Uh, for me, some of my nostalgic games or favorite games I played growing up. Uh, just a little quick fire thing. I can just be like uh, Spyro, Crash, OG Crash, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was the first game I ever beat on Sega. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. I can still load up that game today, and I know the map back and forth, up and down. Without without even yeah, looking. Yeah, I played the old GTAs, but I feel like I was older. I never beat a GTA uh, until five. I hate. Oh my god! I, yeah. hated, <laughs> I hated GTA, dude. Like only one I kind of got enjoyment out of was San Andreas. But before uh, that, Vice like, City's really I just good. Could not. I I, I don't want to say Vice City uh, was bad, but like I mean, like, like to... I, I liked it to just drive around. I hated actually playing. Like the story of Vice City. Oh yeah. Like, to put, it, to put it into perspective, it. though, like for all those other crime open world games, before I beat a GTA game, I beat Sleeping Dogs, Saints Row two, three, four, and Mafia two. Crime Streets of L.A. or something. Uh, no, no, I actually played that. <laughs> but that, like, what I'm basically saying here is that I played, and basically every other crime focused open world game. Yeah, other yeah. Than GTA until five came out. I didn't play Mafia. Pretty too. crazy, I, actually. I you, you didn't play GTA Four at all. I tried Four. I fucking hated Four. That game was oh terrible, my in my opinion. I got, I got to the last, I got to the last island. Literally made myself do it because I was like, I bought the game. Didn't it's like so it, long. Like, so like, <laughs> I literally forced myself to go to the last island. Then, like, when I got there, I was like, "This is the end game. I'm done." Like, I didn't finish the story. Like, I was just like, "I'm done with this game." GTA Four was really fun for playing online with friends and just. It had something that GTA Five just doesn't. I don't know. There's something about GTA Five's online that I can't get into. But GTA Four's online it was so basic and just so like to the core of what GTA is of just driving around and killing stuff. I don't know. I just yeah, I, uh, I, I had to admit though. I, I maybe it's just I have an issue with Rockstar Games because I'm not like a big Red Dead Redemption fan either. I'm not a big Red Dead Redemption fan either. But. Boy, I am. What about uh, LA Noir? I like that game. That was fun. Yeah, that was definitely a fun game. I mean, pretty like, good. Pretty like, good. I, I'm such a rock star hipster unintentionally. Like, I love a bully. I love that game. But, like, oh. you know, I, I just feel like so many other people are just like, make Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's like, I'm the only one who's kind of like, hey, why don't you try Bully 2? That would be fun. Put <laughs> him in college. Like, have him kicking people's asses in college would be hilarious. Going to frat parties and stuff. Like, come on. Uh, the room for potential they- is there. They couldn't name it Boily. Yeah, but today's day. Not anymore, no. So politically correct, we couldn't call it Boily. I mean, not, it that, they, like, not that Rockstar tends to be politically correct. Yeah, but right, right. Really it had to be, like, really mean person. <laughs> that's the thing. Is something that like that. It was such a special game because it was at a time where it wasn't like, oh, my God, how could they make a game encouraging this behavior? It was just, like, pretending to be a bully. And then Jimmy turns out to be a pretty good guy in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can be a good Where guy. You, like beat the <laughs> fucking hell out of Gary on the top of a skyscraper. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I love it. Fuck you, Gary. Oh no, people's gonna start saying Gary, Gary. in the comments. <laughs> oh oh no. So our wreck my life. Our substitute question. Oh wait, I never even answered. Uh, favorite childhood games for me. Sly Cooper, no doubt. Right, Easily. right. Uh, obviously, I've said it a million times. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Have to mention that. Yeah, okay. That's a given. Oh, I forgot about that one. All right, Star Wars: Battlefront Two is another yeah. one because that was like basically was any cute. Star Wars game that came out in the early two thousands. You could put that on the list. 
Uh, Jack and Daxter, kind of. I, the only one I really beat were two and three. I didn't like the first one at all because it's too platformy. Um, I really like the SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. That shit was fun. I played dude! the shit out of that. I completely <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! That shit was. Oh, uh, we're be- did we just become best yeah, friends? That shit was amazing. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that, that was really fun. Dude, you get the bubble torpedo, and I would just destroy everything in my bubble. <laughs> it was so fun. I'd go to like it was such a well-built game because there was like side quests, and you get like for every quest you did like a golden special, and then you'd unlock areas of yeah, around yeah. Bikini Bottom, and it was like amazing. Dude, it was kind of like it was the so... Simpsons hit and run too. Like uh, they used to make games about shows, and they used to actually be good. I, nowadays, well, just... no, it's just like. Everybody wants to be realistic as fuck. Like, let's make stupid games. Again. Oh yeah, they were. Uh, they were. I feel like, like it wouldn't be the same now. Like, I wouldn't be able to enjoy that now. Probably. I don't know, man. I think. Well, actually, I think I could, it's gonna be all right. I could enjoy uh, a game similar to Battle Bikini Bottom again because I played a, a game that was essentially a sequel to it. It was called uh, SpongeBob Truth or Square. And I, <laughs> I couldn't resist it when I saw it on the shelf, and I looked like a jackass being like. 18 years old at the time yeah. walking at a GameStop with a bag in hand that had Spongebob Truth or Square in it. But dude, uh, this shit was fun because it was literally a basic, like, gameplay-wise, structure-wise, a sequel to Battle for Bikini Bottom. Hmm. I was just like, this is good shit right here. Well, <laughs> looks like uh, looks like I'm, I'm going to be running to my game store and looking for a <clears throat> certain game. I don't blame you. Because... That shit's fun. Uh what other games really stick out? Uh, well, we talked about them earlier, the Spider-Man games. Those are fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, superhero games are my shit back then. Uh, oh, God, how did I, how could I forget? Kingdom Hearts, uh, the old Ninja Turtle games by Konami. So none of us said Zelda. I hate Zelda. <laughs> That's amazing. I, mean, I, I don't I like, like it either, but... No. I, the only Zelda game I beat is Twilight Princess. It's the only good Zelda game in my eyes. Yeah, like it's just it's crazy because usually at, uh, if you pull one if you pull three people, there's always going to be one of those Zelda fans, and I just I don't like it. So I beat the very first Zelda, and then like I never played Ocarina of Time. I never played anything else. The Majora's Mask. <laughs> I I didn't like. I've literally I've I, I just like dropped off the earth when it comes it's to funny, Zelda. Games. Ocarina of Time is Ocarina of Time is like garnered as probably the best game to ever exist. By oh yeah, I know. It's crazy. I, I like it. That game I beat, but like, for what I played, I enjoyed it. But like the newer Zelda games, like the Link to the Past one or whatever, or Link Between Worlds is what it's called. Like I didn't like that. Uh, I felt that was too old school nature, and that only uh, hardcore fans oh, we, enjoyed. Neither it. of us. Uh, Majora's Mask, no, not really doing it for me. Uh, what else is in there? I like the original Link to the Past. That was my first ever Zelda game on the Game Boy Color. Oh my gosh. Oh, how could I forget? Nostalgia. Uh, Oddworld, Bunches Odyssey, and Stranger's Wrath. Two fucking poorly, sadly underrated games that deserve <laughs> so much attention. I forgot to say Pokemon. Yeah. I have a story. I have a story was, behind Oddworld. like everything. Oh, there's an Oddworld story here. Okay. Oh yeah, so so my mom worked at this um these condos, like she like kept the, these condos clean and stuff. And like she didn't have a babysitter, so I'd just go hang out with her and like I would literally just hang out in like the they had like a maintenance building. I'd just sit there and hang out with my PlayStation and like not do anything at all, just sit there and play stupid games. And like once I beat, you know, Crash and Spyro and all that, like I didn't have anything else to play. There was a 
a game renting store uh, within walking distance. It would it didn't it was like a mom and pa store, and uh, they had Oddworld, and I got it just literally because that was like the only game there I hadn't ever played, and I loved it, Which one? dude. Which I, one? Uh, so they said PS2, I, so I think that's got to be Stranger's Wrath. No, 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 no. It was on PS1. PS1. Okay, so PS1 yep. was uh, Abe's Odyssey or Exodus. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Abe's Odyssey, that's it. Yeah, because I remember now that, now that you've said it. But, um, yeah, 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 dude. But that whole summer, I tore that game up. Like, I played it over and over again. I don't know why, I just loved it. You know but they, I haven't played one since. you know that they remade Abe's Odyssey? It's new and tasty. Mm, no, see, I, I haven't played any, any of them since. I haven't even kept up with it, really. Oh, dude, I love them so much. I mean, they, they've just been remaking their older games. Like, there's an HD remaster for Munch's Odyssey, Stranger's Wrath, um new and tasty they're remaking abe's exodus which is like i think a sequel to new and tasty basically or abe's odyssey um it's I'll, it's just like i want them to make a new one because like i think the best ones that have aged the, the most are uh are aged well rather is stranger's wrath by far because it's a, a third and first person shooter mixed together and it's a bounty hunter game and it's so fun it's, Ooh. it's i'm not even kidding like if you have a PS3 and you got like ten bucks, you can download this game. Uh, if you have a Vita, I do, I do. I'm not even kidding. It, it's that game's H well and it's got a really good story. Um, and then Bunch's Odyssey is more so like that's the game I was saying is kind of like a nostalgic one. Like I wouldn't guarantee anyone like that. It's more of like a third person platformer, uh, kind of like trying to figure out how to like save all the the scrubs and the uh, that wasn't a that wasn't a joke like these actually <laughs> the scrubs because, yeah they're actually yeah. called scrubs uh, but saving them saving the fuzzles and stuff it was about like yeah, you know, yeah. taking that same ideal from Abe's Odyssey like the two D save all the Mudokins but bringing that into like three D they added this new mechanic in it and it was called like the the grinder or the recycle bin or something like that I forgot what it was called the recycler. And, like, when you grab, like, a, a slig by a crane, you drop him on the recycler, it's, like, this fucking ramp, and it just pulls him in, and it spins blades, and he just... All you see are, like, guts fly out. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. That sounds brutal AF. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I, I need, think, I, I need I to try that out. I like a fanboy about this, but, yeah. I know, dude. If you're going <laughs> to try any of them, I'd say try Stranger's Wrath. There, there's reviews for Stranger's Wrath online, um, because that's, like, the most... Uh, like I said, widely regarded straight odd world game because it's, it's you know it's a shooter. Oh. Well, I need to try out some new odd world games because you're getting sweaty over uh, there, man. Uh, <laughs> out of breath. <laughs> oh shit! So the substitute question is: Is there a possibility that Bethesda will announce a Fallout game by Obsidian at BE3, or is it too early? From at Fishbones one one one. Uh, way too early. Way too early. Way too early. They want them to. <laughs> okay, we, everybody wants them to. Everybody like, like maybe twenty seventeen. Just Obs- announce it on twenty seventeen. Obsidian's they're like super active on their Instagram, and like people were like, um, well, they've openly said they want to, like but they're New not Vegas, doing anything. So. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah, we'd we'd love to, and then like that's it. Like they're not, they're not like. Oh yeah, we got something cooked up or like anything, but I, I would, I would just be happy if like I would never go off what they say though because Bethesda would never let them say anything. Even right. if they that's true, were. but like so. I feel like 
at that point, it would be best for them just to ignore it if they were working on something. In my opinion, I w- I would be happy with. I don't know if, if, if they if them saying that it's not is is convincing even you guys. Then what they're doing is obviously working for. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they announced like a, I'm not saying in a bad way, but like a filler Fallout game. I wouldn't be surprised if they went at like out at Bethesda's E3 conference and were like, yep, another new Fallout, bitches. Here it is. Like, I mean, I feel like the, they're like, they're so, uh, it, it, New Vegas, like how it worked. It didn't, it didn't fail or anything. So why would you not want? to do it again i guess and oh we didn't even we didn't even think about this uh they gotta have the dlc die down first they're not gonna let them release yeah, another fallout game without the dlc dying down first new vegas didn't come out until two years after fallout 3 the came DLC out has so if they were gonna do down. something it's really like that because fallout could so easily be annualized it really could like with the gameplay formula bethesda made take that new setting every year Boom. <laughs> Jeez. You could, you could annualize the fuck oh, out dude. of Fallout. Well, you just ruined your whole YouTube career. The comments are going to blow up. Everybody's <laughs> going to be threatening us. I just said that you could do it. <laughs> y'all, heard, y'all heard it here first, guys. Maddie wants an annual Fallout do game. It. <laughs> I'm thirsty for Act- views. I need content. Act- that's what, that's what <laughs> everyone's saying Act- right now. Just- that's what everyone's saying right now. That's I, I can smell it. I can taste it. Uh, <laughs> so what you're saying is Activision bought the rights to Fallout, and uh, but the, uh, so the, the, honestly <laughs> speaking, they they really could fucking annualize. No, they definitely it. could. It's not. I, I guess uh, that could be said for any franchise. You know, you could take Elder Scrolls and put it in a new setting every year with like Skyrim's gameplay all the time. Hey, pe- people! People have been saying for years. Hey, what's going on with China and Fallout? So just let somebody do Fallout in China. Let give it to Obsidian. Oh, let God. them do it. I feel like that. Like it's already like such a tear with like the voice protagonist, and it's like they bring that back, and then they do like Fallout in China. Oh my God, people would. Oh, I can I can't even imagine the just. I don't think they'll do another voice voice protagonist. By the way, yeah, you don't think so? No, I I don't know. I I think. I feel like that was such a... You know, Bethesda could be like, this is our change, we want it to stay, and if anyone else works on this, you know, you you have to put a voice protagonist in, or Bethesda could be like, well, this is our decision, if you don't want to, that's fine. I feel like that was what took up so much time. That That's a huge reason as to why it, the game took so long, and that's a big reason why people were let down a lot, largely, because the game took so long, and it wasn't content-based, it was more... Quality-based, yeah. That took so long. Mm-hmm. It, I just feel like they won't do it again. It it was a cool idea and it definitely like it added to it. But I, I think no one's gonna know for sure if they should do another voice protagonist until a Fallout game. Like if they do a Fallout Five or a New Vegas Two, hypothetically speaking, um, and they take out the voice protagonist, that's when we'll know if because I know people will look back and be like, "Well, Three was great." New Vegas is great. One and two were great. Yada yada yada. They'll just use those. But I feel like you need yeah, you that can. fresh experience without the voice protagonist to really judge. Like, do we want a new voice protagonist each year, or do we want kind of you know forego that, stick to the traditional Fallout? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, um, I don't know, you know, because I love Courtney and I love Brian, but um, 
I don't know. I kind of feel I kind of felt taken out of it a little bit. I don't want to be one of those people be like, oh, it totally took the whole experience out or whatever. But like, it it kind of made it not so immersive to me. I think if I had a choice, I would have said no. Yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. Probably. I think, I think everyone could say that. You know, I wouldn't say everyone though. There are some people who are genuinely like, this was a gr- like a great choice. They should always do this. But most yeah, people are like, well, I don't mind it. But if you said yes or no to it, I'd say no, and that's kind of where I lie. Yeah, it's a, it's not that it didn't work. It's just it didn't. I, uh, it, it just didn't feel right. There's just something. Mass Effect fans loved it. Well, that's it. I yeah. love Mass Effect, so I kind of saw what they were doing there. I mean, they're they're. It's just. Mm, it, it, it works either way. It's just they, they need to add more to... I don't think people would complain about the voice protagonist if Fallout 4, quote, had more content. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has enough yeah, to yeah. substantialize a $60 price tag but for a Bethesda Not, game or in comparison yeah. to Skyrim. Or if it had, like, Skyrim's content but still a voice protagonist, that would be awesome. Or, or The Witcher, I think, is a better example because that's a, a recent game that came out that's bigger than Skyrim but also has voices everywhere you go. So I think, like... Which is weird, definitely weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how because they they started they started working on their game the same time that uh, Bethesda started working on Fallout Four because Witcher Witcher right. Two came out the same year Skyrim did, so they only had as right. like it's it's mind blowing to me. Man, don't don't get it worked up, man. Don't get it worked I just up. Don't get it. You talking about the game of the year here? Crazy. Oh, I know. Look out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I really, I thought Fallout Four would get Game of the Year. I really did. I did too. But I mean, it was my Game of the Year. I, I, it's definitely my pick, personally. Yeah. If I had to, but like, I know but, I'm not. You know, I, I, like, I won't say I'm. Biased, we're not. A, we're not like, on the. I, we're not on the committee that picks the. Uh, yeah, exactly. Game of the year. Like, this is my personal opinion. Like, this is the game I played the most this year that I fucking loved. Exactly. Um, you know, Me too. Dang. Right. That's all there was to it. Well, there we go. So. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> Next question brings us back a little bit more. At PuppyMaster45 wants to know, how were you introduced to gaming as a kid? Um, my- I was born. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, well, my parents, I think the easy response is my parents bought me a PlayStation for my birthday or Christmas. Really? I don't remember. But, like, myself, I, I didn't, I'm not sure if I say I'm six years old, I'm not saying I want a PlayStation or anything. You uh, Back then, uh, like the 90s, early 2000s, you really don't... Th- it's not the same world as it is now. So as a six-year-old, it's hard to imagine that I even knew what a PlayStation was until it was in my hands. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. When I, was I, like, I don't know, who really put the first controller When I was hands? four, my parents split up. And it's like... So my for my fifth birthday, I got a drum set a go-kart and then my cousin got a sega yeah so like i had for my whenever i turned five i had i did i had (laughs) i got two christmases it was it was awesome but um (laughs) but like i had like a drum set and a and a a go-kart and like i loved it but then like i'd go over to my cousin's house and play his sega and just like get immersed in sonic dude i just i would sit there and play sonic for hours and then like i asked my mom i was like can i get a sega she was like well he has a sega why don't you get something else so i got a super nintendo oh, good and then choice, like good and that's yeah then well, i got your your company won by the way <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah your, your mom was the real mvp yeah, and had you make the right <laughs> yeah. choice 
Yeah, the, the OG console war. But um, I got introduced to Mario, and like, it just blew up, man. My my gaming my gaming career started young, and it 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 just blew up with Mario. Yeah, I played a lot of Mario games. I think for me, I like. Uh, where would it start? Uh, I I think what I remember is it definitely had to spawn off my brother because he was playing games. I think he was playing like Game Boy Color, and it was uh Pokemon. And I kind of, like, fucked around with that. And, like, to tell you the truth, I wasn't, like, crazy into it until, like, you know, I my was. parents saw that, like, you know, we were playing and doing things together. And, you know, whatever it was, you know, they just wanted us to do stuff together because that's kind of how we are now. Me and my brothers do everything together. And so uh, we – I think they decided to get us a, a system, which was the Nintendo 64. And – from there, like, I didn't know what games were on the system or anything at the time. So, like, my mom was like, oh, I'm going to be at Toys R Us. Do you want a game? And I was like, uh, if there's a Spider-Man game, I'd like one in Spider-Man 64. <laughs> one of the first games I played. But I, I, I think my most fond memories kind of come from when I got my original Xbox. That's when I really think, like, my, as uh, Spazzy would say, my gaming career took off. Um, you know, because I remember, like, you know, that we fusion frenzy on yeah, the Xbox, fusion frenzy, NFL fever, <laughs> and Odd World Munch's Odyssey, Jet Set Radio. Like those games were like the four building blocks to you know what I am today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, these are all these are all really fancy words <laughs> that we're using here to explain Love gaming. Fusion frenzy. The second one sucked, but the first one was so. Dude, yeah, this shit was like you run around the bug stomper mode with the, like that giant yeah. hammer, and you were just beating the shit out of bugs for points. And there was nothing. There was no objective to the actual game. You just, just like those little mini games were just so cool. So I got a question for y'all. Did you play Ratchet and Clank? No. I like the first Ratchet and Clank. Then, like, they made, like, one every year, and it was ridiculous. But they made one called Ratchet and Clank Deadlocked, which was a uh, co-op game. Ratchet and Dude, Clank it was awesome. It was an awesome game. It was, you could just hook up with one of your buddies. No, I mean, not in a gay way. But, uh, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, <laughs> anyways. Uh, but you could hook up with one of your buddies and get that game going and, like, have so much fun. It's just, like... Over the top explosions. It's like if Michael Bay made a, a Ratchet Clank. Uh, yeah, yeah that's pretty much. It. But uh, I just wanted to say that like the new Ratchet Clank that's coming out it's pretty cool. Looks looks like it's going to be a pretty good homage to the to the OGs. Is it like a, what like, is it? Is it like a remake of the first ever Ratchet Clank game or something? It's it's the way they explained it. They said it's the video game based off the movie based off the video game. All right, yeah, so it is off the first one. Okay. Yeah. That's a fancy way of saying remaster of the first ever Ratchet and Clank game. But they they said you'll, uh, yeah, like, it's a totally new, it's totally redone and stuff, but, like, you'll see areas that you recognize from the first game, so that'll be cool. Interesting. I'm excited for it. Interesting. I am too. I'll be getting it. That's why I got a PS4 for those exclusives, and I got an Xbox One for those exclusives. Boom, bam, slim, be slam. (laughs) So, the last question comes from Swaggy Booty Two. What other gameplay okay. oh. updates do you think Bethesda will release? Because you know, we look at how they listen to us for the survival mode. They're overhauling that. What else could they add to this game for free? And like a little update. Flying. Awesome. You know, you look at Skyrim where they had like the horseback combat. Oh yeah, and the horse armor. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was so good. More right, dog armor. 
Yeah, dog meat armor. More dog meat armor. Yeah, yeah we need more of that. Yeah. So, I, mean, I guess they know, could bring back the arena from the... What's it called? Uh, what was it? Combat Zone. That's what it was called. I they could bring that back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do something with that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying I mean, to yeah, think. Yeah, my, my like, was always like, so, oh, a brand new mode. Like, they're doing that now. So it's like, what else is there? Well, like, so much stuff gets thrown in with mod support. Like, it's hard to, like, not just think about stuff that people throw made mods for. Um, I don't know, man. I asked, uh, we need some PC masters here. Mm, Cody? This, yeah, this console. Uh, I play Call of Duty on a PC. You think I'm really oh, from the master race? Uh, <laughs> it sounds like the only what? option race. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, gameplay updates. I, I mean, I guess... Uh, like, like Tiny little mechanics. Like, uh, you can ride a bra. It's such a... <laughs> it's such a difficult question just because... Well, I mean, you think of it this way. Like, yeah, I'm, I I'm, talk- I'm, I'm trying to think like smaller because you get Skyrim. They added like arrow kill cams. Like I said, horseback riding. Well, you know, or rather, horse combat. You know, little things like that. I'm trying to think of. So you know, uh, tiny little change ups like that that like add to the game, but aren't anything like crazy big. Oh, I got a patch. I know I want. Maybe they should make settlement better. The settlement building. Yeah, because- they added like a settlement quest pack where like people would show up at certain settlements after a certain point and they gave you new quests. That would be a cool update, in my opinion. Yeah, or and just the actual building end of it because they really suck at what they made. <laughs> like, the, it's Daddy. so bad, the actual building part. They need to make it... Uh, there's a mod that they need to Settlement just tell... They need to, yeah, they need to go and talk to that mod creator and say, can we just yeah, steal that? Because... Like, like the mod creator nailed it, mm-hmm. how it perfectly should be, yeah. and I entirely agree. It does the needs to do that. Maddie, <laughs> you you covered that mod like early on, and I the whole time I was watching your video, I was like, why is this not? Why is this not yeah, a thing? Right? You didn't like, think it would yeah. happen like, that soon either. And it's kind of it just kind of really bugs me how a mod creator can make a can make that like days after the game is out. Without without the creation kit or anything, he can make that. Why did Bethesda do what they did instead? Why why is it wrong to begin with if it's that easy to do it the right way? Oh, uh, well, maybe that, that might be something. Maybe there's some DLC secrets in there, you know? Maybe, it, just, maybe it just shouldn't be the way it is. They they that That's the one thing with Fallout 4 that I have that I just absolutely am completely against, how they did settlement building. Right, I mean, right. because I, I don't know if they updated it now, but, like, there were little things wrong with the mod that obviously could have been ironed out in development, but, like, yeah. they didn't have, like, the right labels, they didn't cost any, like, resources except, oh, yeah. like, cloth. Everything, everything was cloth. Yeah, like, it cost, like, six cloth to build a giant fucking, like, metal walkway <laughs> in settlement. That's hilarious, though. It just, it just... Bugs me, guys. Because like, they, they had to make certain objects clip into others. It was like all like because although not a lot of people like the settlement mode, at least everything connects and works together as is. It's just a lot more smaller than the what the mod. Even then, though, like when I was building my Trump wall around uh, <laughs> my my settlement, it was such a pain in the ass to get those walls to to work right. They can't yeah. clip through each other. You can't just have it go in the ground a little bit to get rid of like the spaces. Just 
really easy things like that that just yeah this is one, one, like, one, no, like one of the best two mods were simple intersection which allows you to just clip into certain objects yeah not simple a, intersection not that a big so deal. and then the other one was uh, delete dead bodies where you could go around settlements and scrap dead bodies that were yeah in the way and it was just like or place in red what's that one place in red place in red where you could just like even if it's red you could just put it there Oh, like, oh wow! You know, oh, it's wow. either that, green or red. Yeah, that's, that's fucking better than than the yeah. simple intersection. I won't just let you yeah. put in something crooked or whatever. Listen, in Covenant, if you delete the doors to the houses, you can't put doors back, and that pisses me off so <laughs> much. That's so weird, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like I made a bar there out of one of the houses, mm-hmm. and like I deleted the door. Because it was locked, and then like I was gonna put a new door, another, you know, I was gonna put my own door there. It will not <laughs> let you put a door there, and oh my gosh, that makes me so mad. That's hilarious. I was like, like the door is wide open, flies are coming in. I'm sitting here trying to drink my beer. <laughs> gosh, uh, that makes me so mad. I feel you. Uh, but that that wraps up all our our viewer questions for for this week, and basically the entire podcast actually. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh man! Already? That? Yeah. How sad is that? It was so. It was so fun. Uh, I mean, I'm. I should have been more of an a hole because you know Noah wasn't here. <laughs> but uh, next, I'll just have to try again next time yeah. to be the to be the Noah support. <laughs> the Noah support. Anyways, we love we love you, alone. So yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for for joining me. You know, I appreciate it, especially because I oh, was anytime. left in the dust again. <laughs> what up? By, by somebody, we're not going to say who, but somebody. Yes, I, I don't yes, remember his name. Some guy but, uh, a good, uh, mm. air quotations, good friend. Uh, <laughs> anyways. If anyone um, would like to do well, some plugs here at the end, you know, promote yourself a little bit. Cody, uh, you want to you wanna plug us up? I mean, I had already hit 100,000 likes on Facebook. That was my. I don't care anymore. But you can <laughs> do the like anymore. That, that was go. my goal, and it's there. So <laughs> you go, girl. Well, uh, I'm at like eight thousand six hundred uh, followers on Instagram. So if y'all want to hit me up on Instagram, it's Spazzy W S P A Z Y W. And uh, if you want to see my YouTube stuff, I have over two thousand subscribers. I do Fallout. I do all kinds of stuff. Right now, I'm doing a Firewatch playthrough. I do a bad bad game playthrough where I just play these horrible trash games on Xbox 360 that nobody liked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, y'all can hit me up there and uh, maybe maybe Maddie will be so kind as to leave a little... I do, yeah. Leave a little I got you for already, us. man. I, watch, I, oh, I told okay. you, I watch all your shit already, so it's like, you know, I just, I have no problem showing Yeah, yeah, see, see Matt... Maddie watches my trash uh, videos. So. <laughs> yeah, I realize I took poor choice of words. I watch your shit. Yeah, I, I watch your shit. <laughs> I, I watch your shit. Oh, one more thing before before I leave the podcast, I want to say thank you so much to everybody from the last podcast that came over to my channel and told me that I sound like I'm from Point Lookout, and that told me I sound like they told me I sound like Zeke from Bob's Burgers. I, that that was so humbling to me that, to get all those beautiful comments. Beautiful uh, comments. You, oh yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Nothing like you know just having who you are being picked apart on the internet or anything. Oh, oh no, that's wonderful. It's my favorite part actually. Yeah. I love it. I love knowing what's wrong with me. It's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like whatever, uh, like last week on the podcast, whenever Noah was like, everybody just comes and says I'm a prick. Yeah. <laughs> He's not lying. 
<laughs> I see the comments. <laughs> and everybody just loves loan. Yep, basically. Like, like, yeah, he, he wins, like, anytime someone makes a spontaneous poll about who's the best, Lone always wins. Because he has an oh. accent, that's why. Yeah, and then me and Noah just like sit side by side, like neck and neck usually. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, fellas, at least Maddie's here and Noah's not. Yeah, so, true. oh, yeah. put me up higher on the ranks now. Uh, <laughs> shit. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you to the listeners. We hope you guys enjoyed this lovely podcast. This is one of my favorites in, in recent memory. I really enjoyed this one because it was it was focused and fun. Yeah, yeah. Good. That's what Woo! I do. Focused and fun. Good. good the two good F's I like. Yes. <laughs> And not folly and fuckery or something like that. No, no, no. None of that. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, cool. I mean, we're, ramb- <laughs> we're rambling now. Who would like to conclude this for me? Because uh, I'm going to pull alone and put one of you on the spot. Oh, man. <clears throat> oh, so we'll just do Cody. All right, Cody. Let's see what you get. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, like and subscribe to the video and the channel. And see you next time. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.